0: What's going on man welcome back to the channel most importantly welcome back to the basement i am your host for today ron i have been gone for a minute but i'm back now you know i've been gone for probably like a week or two now that's because every every first of every month i'm out here updating my dynasty rankings the rookie database inputting pro day numbers all that stuff on my patreon so f- for those of you guys out there that are supporting the patreon that use my rankings in your startup drafts i appreciate it i love you guys i will always grind for you guys but now it is finally. NFL Draft Month. I cannot wait to see Roger Goodell's sweet, sweet face up on that podium. While I was gone, we've had all these pro days happening, and the boy Kyle Pitts out of Florida broke the damn internet like Kim K in 2014 when she popped that champagne bottle onto the wine glass on her ass. He didn't quite do that at his pro day, but what he did at that broad jump, what he did on that 40 time was damn near like it. Now, If you still haven't done a deep dive on Kyle Pitts and his rookie draft value, allow me to hit it first and get right into it. Let's go. Spank on the beat. <laughs> uh, bitch, I'm GO. He think he raw. I ate this bitch. The beat's too soft. We playing with Dino basketball. Kyle mm-hmm. yeah, so Pitts shows up to the Florida Pro Day. Measures in at 6'6", 245. Runs a 4:44.40, which we adjust to 4:49. We're always adding plus 0.05 to these Pro Day numbers because we know that these scouts are juicing them. The Florida scouts, the people that are there scouting them. Juice in those stats you can look up like the data on it i think there's gonna be a player profiler article coming out very soon on why you should add the plus plus point zero five. either way 449 is a super crazy score for a guy at 6'6, 245 it's still a 123.1 speed score which is 99th percentile kyle pitts is literally a 100th percentile athlete if you're sitting down watching this florida pro day and you're not getting a little bit of a half chub watching kyle pitts do the broad jump a 40 yard dash I'm not sure dynasty fantasy football is for you the scouts are drooling over this man's upside and he has insane comparables he's looking like a darren waller noah Fant, george kittle these guys are all six four plus 245 plus and run a four five five or lower he has elite company as a prototypical tight end now here's the thing there's plenty of guys that look the part and don't perform you know you had the vernon davis you had mike gasecki he's also that kind of athlete he's 6'6, 247 runs a two uh four five four so how is kyle pitts looking on the field is he it does does the, the athleticism translate? Because sometimes guys just put on the spandex, they put on the shorts, dong out and everything. They're running crazy 40 yard dash times, they're doing all that, but they're not actually performing on the field. And the athleticism doesn't even really translate. There's people out there that say, I remember Mike Gusecki, he was coming out and they were saying, on the field, he doesn't look like that crazy of an athlete. Like yes, in the shorts, he looks crazy, all that. But when he actually is out there on the field, because there's rarely times where you're actually running 40 yards straight as a tight end, it just didn't translate. Kyle Pitts has a Derrick Rose mixtape level highlight reel. The guy is just making insane plays and I'm going to need a fucking DNA check for him on Randy Moss because I truly do think I would not be surprised if he was Randy Moss's long lost son and he was related to Thaddeus Moss. He is making insane plays. He's mossing everybody. You look right here, He's lining up in the slot, cooks the nickel, elevates to a high point no one else can grab in front of the pylon. He, he is the best at just getting up to these spots in the end zone where no one else can touch the ball. And, and by the way, those two Alabama corners that he's mossing three, even the other one that's in the end zone too, one of them is top 15 pick Patrick Sertain the second. We can put the camera on him too. Just put the camera on him. That man right there, that's the man who can't guard me. Turn it left. I'll take his ankles every day. Go one more. See the boy in the hoodie. He hiding for a reason. Then he does it again here. He just beats the corner, safety, whoever the DB is, beats him to the ball in a place where no one else can get it. The, Kyle Pitts is just the perfect guy where a, a quarterback can just throw it up to him. And Kyle Pitts is going to get it at the highest point. He's going to get it at a spot where no one else can jump with him. He's 6'6", 245. No one, no DB that's like 5'11", 200 and some change is gonna be able to jump with him he he does it he does it all over the place he does it in the middle of the field he does it uh, in the end zone but he does it the best in the red zone and i think that's what's going to translate for him being a red zone monster in fantasy football he's going to have a lot of touchdowns he could have like a gronkowski type 17 touchdown season and i really mean that if he's if he's out there with the right quarterback he gets the opportunity here you can even see he elevates he catches it in the end zone between two defenders he's constantly beating everyone to the ball's high point and you can see it again here He's routinely making these touchdown grabs where he's jumping up, grabbing the ball where no one else can get it. And he's just he's catching balls with two to three SEC defenders hanging on him at all times. And he's not only just a, a jump ball guy, somebody that's making contested catches, touchdowns. He's also somebody that has the top speed to beat corners. And it's not just he's not just a 40 guy. You, you can even you look at these plays here. He gets past. Uh, Tyson Campbell you know he, he has to get past him down the field on a wheel route to the end zone and he beats him Tyson Campbell he's not he's not some slow guy he's a Georgia corner gonna be a top 50 pick he ran a 4-4 and he's beating NFL corners Kyle Pitts is beating NFL corners these are not no-name linebackers no-name safeties like most tight ends will blaze like I, I love Noah Fant I love TJ Hawkinson they're playing in the big 10 a lot of times they're lining up in line in a, in a run heavy formation and they're just beating linebackers beating bad safeties this guy he's lining up In the slot he's lining up out wide and he's beating nfl caliber corners and then here's the last play i want to show you guys this is his top end speed one more time he can get behind an entire defense and rip off a 60 yard run he's he's breaking off runs that guys like Najee harris and javante williams can't break off they they're not fast enough to break off those runs at running backs he can get behind the entire defense and by the time that he gets full speed and he's running that 4-4-4 speed no DB is going to tackle him. There's no there's no DB in the game that's going to be able to tackle Kyle Pitts full head of steam, 40 yards on the field. Stiff arm, gone, high-stepping into the end zone every single time. So Kyle Pitts essentially is a monster. He's literally the Space Jam monsters. This guy has elite jump ball skills. He's a red zone monster. He can beat NFL cal- caliber corners in the slot, on the perimeter. He has a long speed to beat them deep. He can take fucking slant routes to the house. He can do it all. If the fantasy football gods came down from heaven... And they told me Kyle, Kyle Pitts, Pitts would play 90% of snaps, of snaps in, the in the NFL as a wide receiver. wide receiver. He'd be my wide receiver too. It'd go Jamar Chase, small gap, Kyle Pitts. He is insane. The numbers say so. The The combine says so. His size says so. He has the look to be an elite weapon in the nfl and my favorite two stats right now to look at for tight ends is going to be yards per team pass attempt and weighted dominator rating now i'm going to go into another video really breaking down why i think that these are the best metrics to look at for tight ends and like just receivers in general but to break down what they actually are yards per team pass attempt is exactly as it sounds it's receiving yards over team pass attempts and it just captures your efficiency so your ability to make the most of what you're given and then also your dominance to just dominate the target share over the other players in your offense then you have dominator rating, which we've found over a million times. Dominator rating is just your market share of the receiving yards and passing TDs in your offense. Now, again, I'm gonna drop a video on this in the future, but I like to look at them by a player's career. So not age 19, age, age 18, age 19, age 20. I wanna know freshman, sophomore, junior, just years out of high school. And this is what I'm looking for. I'm looking for one of these tight ends to break out in their freshman or sophomore season and then top that in their junior season. That's what you want. You want a player to break out early Break out among guys that are older than them. Because that's what's going to happen in the NFL. You want tight ends especially to break out early. You want them to walk into a, a tight end room. And they're used to dominating players that are older than them. So for this sample size, I just took the last six first round tight ends taken. So that's going to be Pitts, Fant, Ingram, uh, OJ Howard, David Njoku, and TJ Hawkinson. Of those six, only three are better than the regression line on these charts, which are going to be Evan Ingram, Kyle Pitts and Noah Fant. Now the, the lines on these charts are pretty much just the average the, the average of the top 12 tight ends since 2009, what they did in college in receiving yards per team pass attempt and weighted dominator. Basically, just like you want to be past that line at every point in your career, and that makes you a good prospect because that's what players that are, were getting top 12 finishes were doing when they were in college, if that makes sense. As you guys can see, Fant went crazy in his sophomore year in the dominator. That's just because he had 11 touchdowns uh, of Iowa's 27. So we had like a super high percentage of that of the three of them, Ingram was the one that didn't perform in year two. So Pitts and Noah Fant are both on the same page in terms of dominating as a sophomore and then coming out in their junior year and dominating again. Noah Fant is my tight end five in Dynasty. So that's, that's a really solid analytic profile to be next to. And what I will say about Kyle Pitts is he has that same analytic profile. He's bigger, faster, and he's going to get drafted in the top 10. It, Kyle Pitts is like if you put Noah Fant on PEDs with elite draft capital. So now let's talk about where's Kyle Pitts gonna go if he can get that top six draft capital I'm thinking he could go to the Falcons at four he could go to Miami at six I would love the Atlanta fit I know that they probably might go with like a, a quarterback there they might trade back but you want Pitts Kyle Pitts this is the biggest thing with him when it comes to landing spot you want him to go to a team that has a quarterback that does not give a fuck you want him to be a guy that throws interceptable passes danger throws you want guys that are not afraid to let Kyle Pitts make a play in in traffic pretty much Matt Ryan led the league in interceptable passes and danger plays last year, danger throws last year. So he's not afraid to sling the fucking rock at Kyle Pitts in the end zone between two DBs. And that's what you want. You don't want a guy that needs to see throws to make them. You don't want a guy that's conservative with the football game manager type guys. You want Kyle Pitts out there with someone who's not afraid to throw it. I would love to see him. I wouldn't really like him to see him on the Dolphins. I think that Tua is one of those guys that needs to see throws to make them. He needs guys that get separation i'd love to see if not the falcons i would love to see the chargers giants or bills trade up i'm not saying justin herbert or josh allen are bad because they do this they're just quarterbacks that are more willing to take risks and that's the one that's what you want you want those playmaking quarterbacks that take risks now if he gets drafted in the top six kyle pitts that's the nfl recognizing him as a generational type prospect like saquon going at number two so that means he's going to get volume early he is a blue trip prospect in the NFL to those NFL evaluators. So what they're saying, what they're seeing is matching up with the analytics side is seeing what fantasy is seeing. So when it comes to fantasy football, we, we want that. We want a guy that is going to get the opportunity that pretty much checks all the boxes, he checks off fantasy football, fantasy Twitter's uh, box, checks off film Twitter's box, checks off the NFL evaluators box. So he, it, it would be really hard for me to see where he loses in the process. Now, I will say when we're talking about rookie drafts and where I would be comfortable taking him. I personally have him at the 202 in Superflex rookie drafts. Now, that's gonna be a spot where you're probably not gonna end up with Kyle Pitts. Now, the only reason I have him at the 202 in Superflex drafts is because I'm just not even a a tight end guy in general when it comes to non-tight end premium leagues. You could get a, a, I have Travis Kelsey valued at like the 109 in a Superflex rookie draft. So I'm just lower on tight ends overall. Now, I will say in my tight end premium rankings on Patreon, I have him at the 108. As soon as the, the first four quarterbacks Najee Harris, Travis Etienne, and Trevor Lawrence are off the board. I'm cool with taking them in tight end premium. And I will say, on top of that, in tight end premium, if you want to take them after Trevor Lawrence, Justin Fields, go ahead. I I, I have no problem with it. And even in super flex drafts, I personally don't have him that high. But if you want to take him after, if you want to have him at the 108 like I do in tight end premium leagues, I honestly can give you the vote of confidence on that. I personally am not there yet, just because he's a tight end. But if you're cool with taking a tight end that high. I really do believe that Kyle Pitts will be a great tight end. I just can't pay that price right now in anything that's not a tight end premium league just because of his position. Like I said, if he played wide receiver, I'd be all in on him. If you made it this far, man, I appreciate it. Make sure you go down below. Leave a like and subscribe. Down there, you'll see the Patreon. That's where my dynasty rankings, my rookie rankings, all that are going to be on. And you can even join the Discord down below. That's going to be free for a little bit longer. We're probably going to close it off at like 30 members. But if you want to be in subscriber leagues, if you want to have questions about your dynasty league, we have a general chat in there. We just have a spot where we can kind of just connect as a community because I just really want to grow this community. We hit 600 subscribers the other day. Uh, and I'm feeling really good about what we're growing here, man. I really want to keep the dynasty content pushing, the rookie content pushing. And I just want to go hard from now until the NFL draft and keep that momentum going through the summer. And we'll see where that takes us, man. I love all of you guys. If you made it this far, I appreciate it. As always, you can follow me at Ron Stewart underscore on Twitter. And I'll see you guys in the next one. Drum dealers. Drum dealers. Bank on the beat. <laughs> uh, bitch, I'm the go. He think he raw. I ate this bitch. The beat's too soft. We playing with Dino basketball. Mm hmm. Yes, he bought a chain. They ripped them off. I got a chain.